Toxic romances can lead to deadly endings. So this is an interesting story because you see quite often in the news where you have a couple splitting up and it, you see this a lot down in, in South Florida. And I've got kind of a, um, I guess the word is macabre. Macabre. Macabre, macabre way of, of expression that some friends of mine and, uh, law enforcement refer to these things and it's i mean it's just like anybody it's that you may know people that have been military you serve in the military it's like you and you i mean you know you deal with death and dead bodies all you're gonna have you know that gallows humor i guess you call it and so what we see a lot of all too often in the news is you got murder suicides where oh, a woman's leaving her husband he says no you're not if i can't have you nobody can that kind of thing, you get uh, a murder-suicide, or the guy finds out that his wife is cheating, kills her lover, kills her, then he kills himself. And these things happen a lot. So we're going to kind of talk about what's the identity, what's the belief system that somebody has, and what are the connections that, that they make mentally that tell them that that kind of behavior is okay. Because what's interesting is like when breakups happen, is that why they're so hard to deal with and get over is because your whole identity becomes associated with being with that other person. If you live together, you get up every day together, you shower together, you make love, you travel, you're doing things on the weekend with friends, family, and then now all of a sudden, they're not only are they not in your life anymore, you don't even talk to them anymore. It's like, like they're a ghost. They don't exist. And... A lot of times people are always, you know, it's like I lost myself in that relationship. It's like everything you knew, you're, who, what you do socially, what you do for fun, everything revolved around being with that other person. And now they're totally gone for your life. And it takes time to get back to a place where you feel good. Like I know you obviously went through that in the last year where you get to a place where you feel good being alone and enjoying your time alone enjoying things by yourself, reconnecting, maybe with friends you may have lost touch with. You obviously moved to a completely different state, completely changed your scenery, and but it takes time to do that. And so you can see people have really intense emotions. They're very needy. Their whole identity is around being with somebody that basically says, you're not going to be part of my life anymore, and they don't handle it, it too well. And so there was another one that happened the other day, and and uh, my, my friends referred to this as what's called a, a Hialeah divorce because it tends to happen a lot down in the city of Hialeah for whatever reason. There's a lot of couples when there's a lot of nasty breakups and there's a bunch of murder-suicides and violence with spouses. And what's interesting is you know, for police calls, the domestic calls are always the, the most dangerous to police officers because that's when... Like there was one I was just reading about yesterday where uh, it was five police officers got shot by a guy that had, I think he'd shot his his girlfriend or his wife or whatever. They put the their baby in a little, um, what do you call it, the little the baby seat, put him outside the door, and then uh, he ended up killing himself. And I think she was in critical condition. Um, but these things happen quite a bit. So Where was, was this? It was somewhere... Not in Florida. Oh, okay. This was a different one. I just was reading about this one this morning. So, Esty, what you got? Alrighty. I have one of the latest cases 
that took place here in Florida and was reported in the Daily Mail on January 30th, 2022. So in this article, it says two romantically linked Florida deputies were found dead inside a vacation rental in a possible murder-suicide after they were heard arguing in a bedroom just prior to the sound of gunshots. Some vacation. Right? Some vacation. Damn. Officials say two Hillsborough County Sheriff's deputies who were in a romantic relationship were found dead at a rental home in St. Augustine Saturday night. According to news channel WFLA, other fellow deputies on vacation with the couple said they heard arguing from a bedroom followed by gunshots. So there were witnesses who heard that the couple were arguing. So the husband or the, the boyfriend killed the wife or the girlfriend? Yeah. And then killed he took himself? himself? Yeah. Yikes. They were arguing first. I don't know what the argument was about, but probably yeah. they were dealing with some things together. Yeah, law enforcement's Clearly. a very, very stressful career. There's a really high divorce rate and yep. depression and alcoholism and things. Another case played out in Chicago on January 26, 2022, according to an article in the Daily Mail. The article reports, Two children ages one and four are left orphaned when their state trooper father shoots their pre-K teacher mother in the head and turns the gun on himself after she told family she was leaving him for good. The off-duty Illinois State Police Trooper and his wife, who were found shot dead inside a parked car on Chicago's South Side Monday, have been confirmed as a murder-suicide. The family of Amanda Alvarez-Calo, 31, said that she was on the verge of leaving her husband, 30-year-old Antonio Alvarez, at the time of her death. This type of tragedy gained widespread attention back in 1998, when famous Saturday Night Live comedian and actor Phil Hartman was shot dead while he slept in his L.A. home by his wife, who then committed suicide. I remember that. He was really famous. That was shocking. You know, this is a comedian. He's always making jokes, and everybody loved him, and then all of a sudden his wife murders him. According to an article in The Heavy, Phil Hartman was one of the greatest comedians to be part of a Saturday Night Live, but his life was cut short in a truly tragic event. With their two children in the house on May 28, 1998, Hartman's wife, Brian, shot... Is Bryn or Brian? It's Bryn. Yeah, read it over. With their two children in the house on May 28, 1998, Hartman's wife, Bryn, shot and killed him while he was sleeping in their home. Phil and Bryn Hartman were married in 1987. The couple lived in the Encino section of Los Angeles. Shortly after killing her husband, Bryn turned the gun on herself. A letter came out later suggesting Bryn was insanely jealous, according to a Daily Mail article in 2014. Bryn sent Hartman's second wife a nasty letter where she threatened to rip her eyes out. Damn. Savage. Another example that got a lot of press over the summer of 2021 was the high-profile case of Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie, where she was murdered while on a road trip with Brian. From what I read, they had a pretty abusive relationship, physically abusive. 
Like they fought a lot, were physical with each other. Bad relationship. Brian Laundrie went missing for about a month, but authorities confirmed he had returned to his Florida home and fled into the swamp where he committed suicide by shooting himself in the head. Yeah, so what had happened was he had um, he and his girlfriend, girlfriend were on a trip out in, was it California, I think? They were road tripping. Road tripping already, yeah. Yeah, they were road tripping. So they were on a road trip in Wyoming, and they had a fight, and then he, they got into an altercation, and then he killed her. Crime of passion, I guess. And then he hopped in his car and drove all the way back to Florida and eventually killed himself. And he left a, I guess the police found a note on him where he had mm-hmm. yeah, there was a note left. Yeah. I mean, maybe he was just tired all that time. It's very tough. Corey, obviously these murder-suicides represent the worst-case scenario for a toxic relationship. As a relationship expert, do you have any idea as to what's going wrong in these relationships that could lead to such a tragic and senseless result? People got no emotional self-control, for one. And you you choose not to exercise emotional self-control. It's needy behavior. Obviously, the guys... Or the gals, their whole identity, like, you know, Phil Hartman's wife, she, I think he, they were in the process of splitting up. He was going to leave her or something like that. And she couldn't stand the thought of living her life without him because that her whole identity was wrapped up in that. She could have been mentally ill. You don't really know. But I mean, at the end of the day, this is failure to pump the brakes because on some level, they don't feel worthy. They don't feel deep down that they could get somebody else or that somebody would be that into them or on that level it's breakups are not fun and most i mean everybody in this room has been through breakups before and they're not fun at all and they suck and they always hurt and some people deal with it better than others and when you love and you value yourself you're going to have the attitude that i'll find somebody better I'll, i'll work on myself enough i'll become a better human being then the next person will be better, more attractive, easier going, easy to get along with. Because the goal as a human being is you want to get better. Every relationship you want to make you better. And if you are an abundance mentality, you'll hurt, it'll suck, but eventually you'll get over it and you'll find somebody else. But if you're in a scarcity mindset and you feel like it's never going to happen to you again or that person was the one, because rejection tends to breed obsession. And so when you're the one being dumped and you didn't want to be dumped, you're, even if you were not that into the person, your interest will go through the roof just because they chose to unilaterally ditch you and move on. I have lots of phone sessions I do with guys that are, they were sailing along they really weren't that into their girlfriend they're not dating and courting her anymore and they were kind of you know they weren't having much sex and he's just not making the effort and then she ends the relationship and then all of a sudden i lost my soul man i gotta get her back and i always before i get into that with him i always so tell me what you were doing six months ago what was the relationship like and i or what happened what was it like in the weeks leading up to the breakup and the thing i always point out to them is that they weren't putting their best foot forward. And the question is why? Because if you get that person back, all the things that turned you off are still there. They're not going to change. They're not going to become a different person overnight. And so you get them back. And typically, 
most guys don't stay with them more than beyond three to, to six months because they get her back and then it gives them a serotonin hit when it happens. But over the weeks and months, all the things that annoyed him about her or that she didn't like, or maybe she was a bad communicator or whatever, they all come back and then they get turned off for the same reason. But since they were the ones that got dumped originally, they get the girl back. Now when they see it as it is, because I prepare them for this, they oftentimes, then if they end the relationship, they end it on their terms. And it's much easier to move on because they were the one doing the dumping the second time around. Because otherwise, people get dumped or they get ghosted and they don't understand why. And it, you know, it oftentimes takes people, I think it was the average, there was a study done, it was like the average person takes like a year and a half to get over a breakup if you've been in a, a long-term relationship. So it, you get somebody that gets ghosted like that out of the, and then, you know, they're probably still not over it two years later because the person that did the dumping and obviously in ladies' cases, women will typically stay with the guy to the point where they just have no more feelings. And then that's why they can, y'all can walk away and then two weeks later be dating a new guy and having a great time. Whereas the old boyfriend, he's still crying in his milk because he didn't see it coming. The guys never see it coming. They never see the divorce, typically don't see the divorce lawyer coming or getting served with papers. And then it happens. Is there any way, though, that the murder victim could have potentially seen what was coming and got out of the relationship before it turned fatal? Well, a lot of times you get sometimes the victims enable the behavior by sticking around. But also there's a lot of times where the person who gets murdered get, has a restraining order against their ex. And the, and the laws are such that there's really not a lot they can do. Yeah, you're not allowed to go near them, but if you do, they're going to track you down and you need a lot of evidence on that because oftentimes people will get restraining orders and it's the woman just using it to manipulate the guy. And so there has to be a lot of evidence in order for the police to go after somebody because it is sometimes abused as well. But, you know, the only thing you really... A lot of these women know. They'll, they'll even tell the police. He says he's going to kill me. And everybody will know that, that the whole family will know about what's going on. And then just the way the laws are, you know, eventually it happens. There's so many cases of that. That's why everybody should be armed. Everybody should be competent with pistol and rifle because if everybody was armed, an armed society is a polite society. And if you're the victim of an ex that's threatening to kill you and you know how to handle yourself with a pistol, well, it doesn't matter how big and strong he is or how much Brazilian jiu-jitsu he's done or how much martial arts that they've done. If you know how to handle yourself with a gun, it's like, doesn't matter how big that dude is, it's an even playing field. And so with a strategic shot, you can end the problem for good if your life is in danger. And too many women don't, they don't arm themselves and, and they're defenseless. And the police are 15, 20 minutes away. And so if you're in a domestic situation and you call the police, typically by the time the police are there, you're dead. And they're just cleaning up the mess and telling your family what happened. It's crazy. In a second, your life is done. It could change. And the help doesn't well, come right away. 
My friend got strangled by her husband and died two years ago. Oh, shit. Damn. I mean, we weren't, like, super close. We had, like, friends of friends. Um, And she, like, went up missing. It was around New Year's of 2021. And she was found, like, naked in a bush, like, down the road from her apartment in Austin. And it came back that he strangled her. And it was because she tried leaving because he was, like, abusive. So he heard her phone conversation that she was, like, going to pack up her stuff and move home to her mom's. And he strangled her. He took her clothes off. He just, like, left her like, that's very disrespectful. Very. In this random street in a bush in Austin. He's arrested. He got charged. I I think it's still in court. I had a girlfriend that after we split up, she started dating one of her male orbiters. And this was like the, you know, Mr. Nice Guy that was always stuck in friend zone. She had dated him for a little bit. The Harry Honda. And then, yeah, the Harry Honda type. She had friend zoned him. And they start after um, we had split up, she started dating him or she he was one of the first dudes that she called. And she started dating him, and then, you know, and eventually they were living together, and he became violent with her, and he was one of those those nice guy type of dudes, the guys that, that try too hard, and that's why they, you know, want dudes that chase women away, because it's like they, they make you guys feel uncomfortable, and you can just sense there's something off about that person. I'm sure you got all four of you have experienced dudes like that, and you just get that vibe you want to you want to stay away but she got involved with this dude and he got violent and then her dad was in all of her brothers were in law enforcement the two of them that were in law enforcement went over there because she had called them because her family was really tight and then he went and um filed a report against her father basically claiming that they had roughed him up or, or whatever and it which was bullshit and it got thrown out but my ex-girlfriend's father he got I think he got suspended for a week or two while it was you know the investigation went on and um, so it was a pain in the ass and then she eventually got a permanent restraining order against this guy and I remember her telling me she walked into a restaurant with a guy another guy that she was with and had started seeing I don't know, a year or two after him and that got that ex-boyfriend that had the restraining order he was sitting there I think he was on a date with another girl. And as soon as he saw her, they made eye contact because he's not allowed to be around her. So he had to pay his bill and hightail it out of the restaurant. Thanks. How do you explain that one on a date? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she called me after to tell me I thought it was funny. I feel like when it comes to relationships, I'm scared because of that. There's so many incidents happening in this world with... Um, your spouse or your significant other shooting you and then himself like that's tough and like how can I trust a person Mm -hmm. and like why would I bring a person into my life and not knowing that fear because sometimes when it comes to to men yes they're like possessive and stuff like that and if we choose to leave we don't know how that person is going to react their Mm -hmm. emotions are all over the place they can do violence and it can turn deadly so I feel like that's super scary. Mm-hmm. And um, I wouldn't want to like be in a, in a position like that. And I feel so bad for everyone else because they shouldn't like be in a position like that in the first place. They should be with someone who loves them, that someone's going to protect them, not do the other way around and mm-hmm. abuse them but and mistreat them, them so well. There's some people out there who don't have like self-worth or self-love and think that's all they deserve. Now, how do we change that? I feel like 
they need to like talk to someone, be in a support group or like like have friends, a, a mom. Those things need to be like said if that's the case because read I my f- book and apply it. That's another option. I feel like people need to like know more stuff that there's help out there that just got to look for it. Mm-hmm. And then just believe in themselves that they are worthy because well, people, we are worthy. People are going to act consistently with how they view themselves to be. And it doesn't matter whether the view is accurate or not. If they see themselves as a piece of shit, then they're going to act that way. They're going to attract people into their lives that validate that model of the world that they have, that validate them. Oh, yeah, I am a piece of shit because I get treated like a piece of shit. And so that feels normal. It matched their thoughts and their beliefs match their reality. And you get the women that think, hey, I'm going to fix this guy, or maybe, you know, I'll, I'll, I won't try to get him upset as much. You know, they rationalize the abuse, and they, mm-hmm. and they, they stay in it. Plus, when they're threatened, if they, you know, go to leave, that, that makes it even harder. So you're dealing with somebody that's got a low self-esteem, already doesn't want to leave because they're kind of um, stuck in that negative mindset, but then they actually still the same person with a low self-esteem they want to go leave and then the person says i'm going to end your life basically you can understand how it's easy for somebody that's violent manipulative and abusive to control that person Mm -hmm. because they don't feel good enough to to get out and to do anything about it and they stay you know instead of dipping out at the first sign of violence or something going wrong they make an excuse and they put up with it and then eventually they get serious So do you think, like, a lot of this could be avoided with, like, a positive, or not a positive, but, like, um, a good mindset? Everything in life is mindset. What you, the reason why people don't have the things that they want in their lives is a story that they tell themselves about the, why they can or they can't have it. And so if you don't believe it's possible to be successful or to get the job you want or to date the person you want, it's like you won't take any of the risks to make that happen. You won't fill in your knowledge gap if it's a job or if you're, you know, a lot of people come home, they go, oh, my job sucks, but they never do anything about it. If you don't believe you're worthy of a better job, then you stay working in a, in a place that you don't want to be at. Or if you get passed over for a promotion and you've got, because I deal with that a lot, a lot of guys that coach in the corporate world is because they're trying to navigate that part of their their career. They hit a glass ceiling or they, they get stuck under a manager that is there because they're tenured, not because they're competent. And then their forward and upward advancement stops. And it's like, how do you tactfully go around that person to talk to the higher-ups and get back to doing things that you want and you love and you enjoy? Because you say the wrong thing. Now the guy that's your boss, is you, know, you made him look bad, and now he wants to do anything he can to try to get you fired and pushed out of the company. So everything, it's, it's all about mindset. With enough time, eventually, I'll find a better situation or I'll find a better person or I'll find a better new best friend or a better employer or a better place to live. Your life is only as good as your mindset. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You got to participate in your own rescue. 